Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode 114 of the Highly Relevant Podcast, a U.S. Latino show where I interview the people and discuss the moments that are shaping our American and Latino pop culture. This week on the show, I talked to Colombian choreographer and newly minted Tony nominee Sergio Trujillo for his Broadway work in Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. The first question he asked himself before he even started choreographing the show, which was also nominated for a whopping 12 Tony Awards, was... If I was the choreographer of The Temptations today, what would I do? That question led to an explosion of creativity and arguably the best musical of 2019. We also discussed his thoughts on Steven Spielberg's West Side Story movie, why Latinos should never depend on their cultural background as a handicap, and if choreographing movies or directing is in his near future. But before I talk to Sergio, it's time to give you our weekly pop culture news recap in a segment I like to call Jacked In. Let's begin with the top movie news of the week. Sylvester Stallone is planning a crime thriller remake called The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil. Disney sets three new Star Wars films in release dates. Santiago Manes Moreno will write and direct Guy Pierce, Ben Kingsley in the war action movie Long Gone Heroes. MTV is now doing documentary films. And Netflix has struck an overall deal with Mexican director Manolo Caro, creator of the comedy drama La Casa de las Flores. Switching over to music, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber confirm new collaboration, I Don't Care. Led Zeppelin documentary to feature Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, and John Paul Jones. Jennifer Lopez performed on The Today Show, and Osuna deactivated his Instagram account. And in tech and social media news, Google will soon offer better support for podcast search. Twitter partners with Univision for Spanish language content. Instagram is working on new rules for banning accounts. Snapchat's teen app sensation YOLO has rocketed to become the number one app in the U.S. And there's a John Wick video game in the works. More and more Americans, young and old, have been feeling the effect of the big beat. The soul music of rhythm and blues, like that produced by this group, The Temptations. I have with me Sergio Trujillo, the choreographer for... One of the best shows on Broadway, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. Sergio, when you did Temptations, when you choreographed it, how much of the Jersey Boys influence did you apply to this? You know, it's actually, it's too, it, it's interesting because it's actually, it's, it's, it's Temptations preceded Jersey Boys because um, when, when I got, when got, when I got asked to choreograph Jersey Boys, I didn't know anything about the, the, the show, I just I was just hired by Des. I met with Des in LA. A very short meeting we had in LA. 
over 15 years ago. And uh, he said he, he wanted me to choreograph the show. So off I went to do research and, um, I, you know, about the about the four seasons. And I couldn't find anything, anything, any, any, and, and nothing. You know, all, all I saw was just pictures of them standing, uh, holding instruments. And, and, and really, they weren't, they weren't great performers. Great music, but not great performers. So I, I was just out of loss. So I went and did more research. And I studied all of the groups from that period. The Temptations, the Four Tops, on and on and on. And But more important, I really focused on the Temptations. And so I remember getting into studio. I remember getting into a studio for two weeks with my associate and just all of a sudden the, the four seasons were looking like the temptations. And, you know, when Des <laughs> saw some of the work I'd done, it was like, um, we need to rethink all of that because, you know, these guys, we just need to make a different approach to it. So, um, so I had it, I had in my back pocket, all of, all of the research for all about the temptations by the time I did the show. Uh, and I'd also done Memphis and I'd done, Peggy Sue got married to so a lot of the shows from that from that time period. So the, at the forefront of it all was always the Temptations. So when it came time for me to choreograph this show, it was just you know I just had to dance. You know I just had to be. Um, and so, but I think you know I think the similarities are that they're both autobiographical musicals. Um, but you know they're both very different in terms of of style of tone. Um, but you know I think I think where where I think what Des and I do really well, first of all, we're really strong collaborators and he's a genius of a director because he's able to really guide his entire team. But, you know, I think we'd, we'd learned a lot from from putting together Jersey Boys, which was really instrumental in, in creating this show, though we approached it from a totally different point of view. One of the things that I thought was incredible about this show in particular with The Temptations is that unlike Jersey Boys... I thought that the choreography of this show, of Ain't Too Proud to Beg, was a character within the show. Really, first first and foremost, when I found out that we were gonna do the Temptations, when Des called me to tell me if I was from if I was, you know, that we were gonna do it basically with Des, I don't really say I don't have a choice. <laughs> he just calls me and I go, well, I'm there, Des, you know, because you know, we it's just it's just like he's he's you know, one of my dearest friends and we work so well together and he has great taste and material. So you know, I, I just the thing the thing that I had the most pressure about was that everybody knows the Temptations because of their moves, and I think up until now, although because I've choreographed probably uh, less than a handful of autobiographical shows, you know, Gloria Show, uh, Jersey Boys, and so when it came time to do this one, I, I had the most pressure out of all of the shows. Really? Yeah, because you know, although although I feel confident about the vocabulary in the world. You know, I had to really make sure that I lived to the legacy of these men. And and so I really made sure that, first of all, that that the, the, the choreography was always more than anything serving the show, the story, the characters uh, at the forefront. That's always. And then, of course, you know, I think with Des and I, we've more made a choice that, yes, you're absolutely right. It's very, very smart of you to really notice that because we did want the choreography to be at the forefront as a character, as a narrative, as a, as a sort of, as a, as a through line for our show, as a, not only, you know, the, the show certainly lives in an emotional place, but I think the choreography of the show is certainly a, a very much through line and a very, a, a pivotal part of our show. So tell me about the creative process of coming up with the language of the choreography. Were these 
actual steps and moves that the temptations use themselves or were or did you combine some of their steps from the original uh moves with brand new ones and if if it were new how did you come up with those well i think i think the choice that i made right from the beginning was that if i was going to work on this show that i would need to put myself in this if i was the choreographer of the temptations today what would i do right that's the first thing that i said to myself i said so i am not going to recreate anything that they've done in the past so the whole thing was new said he yeah, the only thing, the only moment that I that I paid homage to them was the opening number, the way you do the things you do, and I paid homage to. It's similar, kind of not really. It's it's very, but it's because I wanted the audience the minute that they see them to really think that you know to be to the think for them to think that they were in good hands, you know, so that when they look at these guys moving, they're looking at them and thinking, wow, that they look like the Temptations. That's the Temptations. Once I did that number, I moved away. I just said, you know what? That that is the choice that I made. From then on, everything, every single thing, is my own my own interpretation of what it should be, um, because I, I wanted it to be my own. I wanted to put my own stamp on it all. So, as a matter of fact, Otis Williams asked me if he could borrow a couple of my steps for. You're his kidding steps. me. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He did. He did. So what is it? You like you copyright those moves that you have to like loan it out or you know how does that? Well, work? at some point. Well, just like my my Jersey Boys choreography, you know, the Jersey Boys choreography and steps and vocabulary never existed. So to the point now that, you know, I have to copyright it because, you oh, know, wow. the show, none of it can exist without it. So, so yeah, interesting. How yeah. long did you set this up for in terms of the process? How long was the process from beginning to end? Uh, it's over over two and a half years because we we did a workshop of it two and a half years ago. So the last choreography that you had done on Broadway was correct me if I'm wrong was Summer the Donna Summer Musical, uh-huh. uh, and before that it was On Your Feet with Gloria Stefan. Yeah. Um, now you have The Temptations. How do you go from cleansing your palate from one to the other? I mean, because your versatility is just amazing, and it almost feels like there's three different choreographers. But it's all you. So where do you find the versatility and the uniqueness for each show so it doesn't look like the other one? You know, I think, I mean, I, I'm very lucky that 30 years ago, I was in the cast of Jerome Robbins Broadway. And um, I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned from a, from a very, very early, early, early age on, um, you know, was to watch the work of people like Jerome Robbins, who was able to work to, to choreograph Fiddler on the Roof, Gypsy, On the Town, Peter Pan, West Side Story. Um, you know, when I see, when I, when I, when I watched all of those ballets, I, you know, I studied them. And this is a, 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 a an artist who, who, who put the narrative in the forefront, and who really made sure that that each show was serviced by different vocabulary, mm-hmm. by different words, so that you know, as opposed to imposing himself on the piece and the way he moved what he did was he was a master of sorts because he actually researched the language of the p of the period and of the time and the, the language that service the material and that's what i think you know for me it's like the first thing that i do is i don't you know of course i you know i do i do i do a lot of prep for the shows and i do a lot of research but the first thing I need to find is how do how does the world move? How do these characters move? How does how does the like what is the language in which we can tell the story? And so 
that is that comes at the forefront of every show that I do. And you know, and I've been lucky that I've done. You know, I also did Memphis, which is totally different. Um, Leap of Faith, All Shook Up. You know, so I've made sure that I do. I I become enslaved by the language of the show because I do. And and sometimes, you know, it is is uh, I'm I'm sort of sacrificing my identity as an artist or as a choreographer. Because I deserve, I mean, I, I decide to be a chameleon of sorts. Is this the most amount of choreography within a show that you've done? No, I, I think I think Memphis had just as much choreography. It's I mean, we're talking, Memphis. there's a lot of choreography in The Temptations. And of course, I yeah. mean, obviously it's because they were known for that, but the music and the dance kind of just flow together. Yeah, you know, I think I think what what's there is is the, I think what the audience notices is the, the subtlety of, of certain moments, like sometimes the, the temptations are always present, but they're present. Like if there is a, there's a great moment in, 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 um, when Otis has his first date with, uh, with, with his girlfriend. Um, and, um, uh, um, you know, the, the four temps are on the side and they are just standing there and they're snapping. And, you know, for some people that may not be seen as choreography, obviously for you, it was, and that's what I tend to do. You know, sometimes is a gesture that, you know, and sometimes restraint takes more than the obvious. And I think that's mm. why this seems like there's a lot more choreography because there's a lot more, there is subtlety, there is restraint, or there is obvious moments of real, like just blow it out choreography. And those moments are all really carefully threaded because I could have been, you know, I could, I could show off, you know, any, you know, any, anyone would want to show off, but I just thought, you know, I want it to be really subtle. I want it to be stylistically right to service the material in the show and the moment, the emotional moment. So there is a lot of choreography, um, but, but it's because I think, and it appears as a lot of choreography because there's, there, there just, there's, there's always a presence of a gesture or, or, or a breath of it that that just weaves in and out of the show. It's it, it's beautiful, man, and and it's it was one of the better best choreographies that I've seen in a in a long time, probably since you know you <laughs> were doing <laughs> oh, your other shows. Thanks. Um, thanks, Jack. For you to give the actors this amount of choreography within the show, um, that is very physical as well. What kind of actor, I mean, does every actor have to be a triple threat to get the moves? Was this a difficult for the actors in this particular round? Was it easy for them to get? Did you face any challenges with the actors? One of the, the not my talents, I think one of my strengths as a, as a, as a collaborator of sorts is, is that I think, not I think I know, I'm able to draw the best out of, out of an actor, out of an artist, out of a, uh, a dancer, a singer, or or it is, or an actor, you know, that I'm able to to really figure out. It's like a tailor, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like a really good tailor figures out exactly <laughs> right. how to make a really amazing suit because he knows that you you have broad shoulders and long legs or what have you. So you know I'm the able- weaknesses and strengths of all your actors, and then you can work with them to get it out of them, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the big compliment that I got was with uh, with John Lloyd Young being Frankie because John could actually John couldn't dance really and, uh, yeah and and I think that is probably one of the proudest moments I've ever had of an actor winning a Tony Award was because I worked so hard months before we started rehearsals with him in a studio and and every nuance every every um, every moment he undid his jacket every moment he microphone every moment that 
he like put on his jacket or he talked or he posed or he danced. Every single one of those moments was catered to the his performance. And that was a real compliment when he won the Tony Award because it was not only about, you know, of course, he's the actor. He's, he's got the talent, the goods. He can sing it. He can portray the character. But, you know, along, along you know, I put a lot of effort into that performance, which is what I do with everybody. Because, uh, again, you know, they're my instruments. I, I you know, I just I just write the concerto and, you know, they have to, they have not only, I mean, they, they have to sing whatever it is or play whatever it is. So, um, you know, I'm lucky that I have, I mean, at my disposal, the talent of Ephraim Sykes, Jim, James Harkness, um, Jeremy Pope, uh, Derek Baskin and Joanne Jackson, all those guys, you know, I've, I've known Derek, I mean, sorry, I've known Ephraim since he was 20 years old. I hired him for the cast for the for the cast of Memphis. I've known James Harkness for 15 years. I've known Derek Baskin since Memphis, Jeremy for for a few years now. So, you know, to be able to get in a room and and know who the the act the people that I'm working with and there is a real real collaboration, a real trust, and knowing that I'm always protecting them and always, you know, that that just that just felt like. Like we were, you know, just with your family, basically. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and we've talked about this before in previous interviews, but is your 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 Hispanic background. You're you're Colombian, and there, I think you're the only Colombian choreographer on Broadway. I, am I am I correct with that? Yes, that is that is correct. I think I'm I'm, I'm the first ever and only Colombian choreographer. <laughs> does, does that ever blow your mind? Does that ever blow your mind when you when you uh, or become aware of that, 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 that not many Colombians probably do what you do. You know, I, Jack, I, I just keep on moving forward. I, you know, I think right now I'm, I'm, I'm just right now I'm, I'm going to take a moment and really look, I just keep on going forward. I don't, you know, I don't think I'm, I'm proud of my heritage and, and I embrace it. And I want everybody to know that, that I can serve as an example cultural example with to Colombians to every Hispanic out there that it is possible um I don't I don't um I do take a second to to um really be grateful and thankful for for the opportunities that I've that I'm getting for the old opportunities and to create such such amazing entertainment um but um I don't take enough time to do that um and and I do want Colombians and other other every every for every Hispanic to know that, you know that it is possible that that it is possible to to thrive to succeed in the arts. Um, it just takes a lot of work and sacrifices. It does. <laughs> you've talked about tenacity. You've talked about determination, healthy ambition uh, as part of the virtues and traits to get to the level where you are. I know you are work extremely hard. Uh, to because you know one of the things that I remember talking to you about in previous uh, interviews has been that you never felt discriminated on Broadway. You never felt like someone said, "Oh, you're inferior and I'm superior." You always felt like you were on equal footing with everyone else. And if you never got a particular gig, it wasn't because of your background or your language or anything like that. It was always because. You probably somebody probably worked a little harder than you, and it motivated you and galvanized you to work even harder. Today, in the five years that have passed by since you probably did um, all your other shows, Memphis, Jersey Boys, et cetera, et cetera, 
Have you noticed a rise in interest from Hispanic audiences or Hispanic uh, talent that want to work on Broadway? Yeah, you know, well, first of all, Jack, thank you for remembering that because that really is a sort of motto for me and, and something that is very important for for other other cultures, just in terms of, of just culturally, it's very important that everybody know that we should never use our race as a handicap ever. Um because I think that it gets in the way of of the real work. So thank you for for remembering that and acknowledging that because that means the world to me. Because I, I think that's really important. Um I am I'm very you know I'm very excited about about the number of of Hispanic actors, actresses um, that are out there that are putting themselves forth. The number has grown, um, and and not only grown in terms of, but the the caliber of the talent, you know. And and um, I'm just gonna equate it to. So this is really interesting because, uh, so so Memphis happened in uh, ten yeah almost almost ten years ago, um, and um, I remember back then when we were having auditions how hard it was to find real triple threat threats in the, in the African-American community. We found some, but it was very challenging. Cut to, you know, eight years later, two years ago, when we were doing the auditions for Ain't Too Proud. And I got into a room and in that room were 30 of the most incredibly talented African-American actors who can sing, act and dance. Mm-hmm. And that I'll never forget that audition because that audition to me was like, they were, they were, I just, it was the hardest thing to do for me to cut anybody. Wow. But they were all so incredibly supportive of each other. And, you know, it's starting, that is what's, what is beginning to remind me of um, seeing, you know, audition through the auditions of, of On Your Feet, seeing the number of talented Hispanic actors and actresses out there is just really incredibly encouraging and, and admirable. And, you know, it is my hope. It is my hope that, you know, we can continue to to work hard and put ourselves forth. And I think, you know, I think that casting wise, I think everyone's very much on the on the the idea that, you know, blind casting and it doesn't matter, you know, that, that I think we can we can think further in terms of casting, because, you know, I think I think it's obvious that, you know, any race, anybody of any race can play any role on any time. So so that's all very encouraging. Steven Spielberg is doing West Side Story. Have you been involved in any of that by any chance? I sort of was hoping that that I would be that I would be called upon to work on the, at least the 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 the, the land part of it. Because I, I, I mean, but I do hope that I mean I, 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 they've hired some some actors and dancers that I know very well, and I know that they're going to bring a lot of authenticity to it. You know, the times are different when um, when Jerome Robbins did West Side Story, and I think that it would be a disservice to the culture if they did not embrace the style, the the, the authenticity mm-hmm. that it, it is that it is that is the Puerto Rican culture, and uh, more than anything, it's just just Latinos in general, and I think I think they they have a they have a responsibility because I think I think we're all far too evolved, far too educated to be just accepting of it, just being whatever. When will you choreograph movies? You know, I I, I don't know. You know, I don't know that that's. I mean, if the right movie comes along, it would be well, great. There was Jersey Boys by Clint Eastwood that went to the movies. Did you choreograph that? I did, and all I—I I mean, basically, all Clint wanted me to do was, which I love. I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's, of course, 
he's, he's, you know, he's a genius of a director. But all Clint wanted me to do was recreate the choreography that I did in the show. So you didn't have and to do the, new steps for that shit, for that movie. No, I didn't. And I wanted to, I wanted to rethink it, redo it, you know. For, for <laughs> of course medium. you did. <laughs> you know, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I love theater. I love what I do. I just actually really enjoyed working for Cirque. Um, you know, theater is my genre. Um, performing arts is my genre. You know, if the right movie comes along where, where dance is a real, a big character in the show and it's, and it's a driving force, then yes. But unless, you know, it's just a, it's a different ball game. And I do, I love what I do. Um, you know, I don't, I, right now I don't need to venture any further out than, than I am. I'm just, I'm just, just incredibly still inspired by the work that is done by all of my peers. And so I'm, I'm good right now. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk in six months and be, oh, I'm choreographing a movie. No, never mind. <laughs> if the opportunity comes around, of course, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, we were talking about your interest in wanting to direct more. Uh, you already have four directorial uh, performances that you've done. Um, will you ever just become a full-time director and leave choreography to the side? Um, no, you know, I think, I mean, again, we never say never, but I think ultimately where I thrive is in dance and um, following in the footsteps of, of, of great men and women that have Agnes Emile, Jerome Robbins, Bob Fosse, Michael Bennett, you know, Susan Stroman, Rob Marshall. You know, I, I, I have to be able, dance has to be, has to play a big, huge, a big character in the shows that I do. And um, I see myself just, I, I love dance and I love, but I think, I think part of, part of my evolution in the arts is that um, to direct and choreograph um, for solely because, you know, I just think that I, I you know, it's, 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 it is part of, part of the thing that I'm, that I'm craving for, that I'm craving. Bueno, Sergio Trujillo, muchísimas gracias for being on the Highly Relevant Podcast. Uh, the name of the show is called Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. Sergio Trujillo is the choreographer of the show. If you have not seen the show, you better go see it. You won't regret it. And the choreography is one of the big highlights of this show. And it was done by a Colombian, Hispanic, Latino on Broadway, an inspiration to the Latino community. And so once again, Sergio, muchísimas gracias por todo, eh? My pleasure, Jack. Always, always, always a pleasure. I hope to see you very soon, okay? I've got sunshine on a And before I head out, here are three land tracks you might want to add to your playlist this weekend. And you could tell me It's like you can tell me nothing yeah, 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 Stella Santana. And if you could see me now. Don Juan and Cupido, Henry Santos and Anthony Santos. Mañana is too late. Jesse E. Joy featuring J Balvin. And 
And that's it for episode 114 of the Highly Relevant Podcast. I want to thank Sergio Trujillo for coming on the show. And if you'd like to support the show, please spread the love on social media and tell all your friends about it. You can reach me on Instagram at Jack Rico and my Facebook page at Jack Rico 40. Remember, it's only through your support that our show can grow. I'm Jack Rico. See you next week on another episode of Highly Relevant. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.